Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, Law, Captain Dennis and Ed. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And uh, look, a lot of stuff happening today uh, as we get ready to go out in our airplanes and have some fun. And if not, if the weather's keeping you down or the coronavirus has you homebound, well, you can take a virtual cruise or uh, attend a virtual air show with the folks from sun and fun, because that is happening literally an hour after we sign off uh, the show today for just plain radio and lights from sun and fun is with us to help kick off the show today. Lights. How are you, buddy? Living the dream. My man, life is good here on the campus of sun and fun aerospace expo home of the aerospace center for excellence. And we are making things happen regardless of the fact that we can't hug each other. Okay, well, uh, that would just make things awkward a lot of times anyway. So there's there's some pluses there, especially when you're talking about the Just Plain Radio crew. Uh, I don't I don't even this have Ed true. and Dennis in the studio with me. So uh, <laughs> and we like it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good plan. That is that's a, we're we're doing our part. But look, yeah, you're having a virtual air show uh, there in Lakeland, Florida, today that everybody can participate in, no matter where they are located on the planet. And all they got to do is what? Go to snf.org, I guess, is the website, and then click on a link and start watching the video. Is that how this thing's working today or what? Absolutely. It's uh, it's actually flysnf.org, and you you, uh, pop onto the, uh, go to the ACE uh, live auction, and you'll start watching the auction items come up. You'll be doing air show performances, talking to performers. We'll be in doing call-ins, so we're calling around a lot of notable notables and getting interesting stories to share right there live on the website as we have um, the starting of the giveaways. So we'll start giving away T-shirts and books and packages for families for group of four to come to Sun and Fun at 21. Uh, we'll just It's a myriad of opportunities for everybody to get a little bit of air show nostalgia going in their blood mm-hmm. without sitting out there in the lawn chair and listen to that giant radio race past you. But it'll, you'll have the radio noise and you'll see it, but you're not going to feel the thunder, unfortunately. Well, there, unless you just move your seat around, like shake, have someone shake it behind you just to yeah. add some surround sound kind of effects, maybe. I don't know. But, but yeah, it's the air show that never happened. You actually have those T-shirts that you made for this year's air show. Uh, but but are, do, do, do the shirts say the air show that never happened except on your computer? Yeah, I mean, because no, 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 it's it's the real deal. Okay. Uh, it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. And, and I have to give it to my friend, Neil Glazer. He's the owner of uh, Pilot Mall. And he is, he's the guy that buys all the T-shirts. And he had this giant inventory of T-shirts that are sitting there in his store. And he goes, we got to figure out a way to sell these. He goes, how about let's make them iconic mm-hmm. and a one of a kind and a treasured souvenir for an event that we all are never going to forget, though we never went to it. So on all the shirts, if you order one of them, as well as the giveaways are going to have, it'll have on the left sleeve, it'll have a picture of the airplanes doing a bomb burst and the American colors, and it'll say, 
to the greatest air show that never happened. Nice. Well, it, you can't see the screen, but Dennis has his on, and he's got his left shoulder up in the screen to make sure Greg can see it, but Greg's ignoring it. Oh, exactly, because I know he's trying to rub <laughs> it in. Uh, I guess I, I got to uh, get online there at flysnf.org after the show here, 1 p.m., and and pick one up for myself. But yeah, but they're no doubt going to be uh, collector's items and very novel for sure. Now, as far as, uh, you know, you said there's going to be, is there actually going to be real air shows going on or videos of some of the, uh, you know, the, the, the shows that have taken place in the past in between well, all these giveaways and stuff or what? Right. That, that's exactly what the plan is, is get the highlights, you know, the best of the best. Um, and we're going to roll those videos in between the bidding and the giveaways. Uh, and it will be highlighting some of the great acts that have performed both here at Sun and Fun and around the nation uh, throughout the, the last couple of years, both civilian acts, military acts, Thunderbirds, Blues, F-22, uh, Michael Goulian, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the Shirley Brothers, uh, Everybody is going to have a little bit of something they like about it because it's going to be an, an air show. It's but it's virtual, so mm -hmm. we're we're not going to see a real air show in the United States until maybe into October, if then. Yeah. So this is pretty much it right now. If you want your air show fixed, you're going to have to go virtual with us and catch it right here as we roll it out. And what we're working on, Greg Gibson is our uh, chief marketing officer. He's coming up with a way after this. So you can go onto our website and pick the acts you like, and you can create your own air show. Mm. So you could pick out a couple of three, four, five acts that are four, five, seven minutes long, put them in the sequence you want them in, and sit back and watch your air show. There you go. <laughs> hey, hey, it's the that first works. air show you could participate in uh, just wearing your underwear or anything <laughs> at all, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, there's you got to look at the bright side. You know what I mean? Or or the downside. I don't want to look at that, Greg, okay? <laughs> I need to get some eye bleach because there's, yeah. there's images that have been made that I don't want to see right, right. now. Right. Well, it's just, oh. you know, you, you got total freedom to, to experience it how you see fit. Now, you mentioned these uh, the bidding. So there's a big auction going on today to benefit all the great things you guys do for the uh, uh, Air and Excellence uh, program. Did I get it that right? Or is it, what, what is it called again? Well, it's the uh, Aerospace Center for Excellence. We help build that next generation of aerospace professionals. There you and go. as you can well imagine, when we didn't have the flying this year, uh, that was a major financial hit to that program. But mm -hmm. we stayed tr true to our mission, and we cut back on everything else that we don't need to do here. But we're staying focused on providing those programs now virtually for things like summer camp and uh, advanced education. We're still handing out scholarships to go to college and learn to fly, uh, learn to fix airplanes. We're still, we've still got the money in the bank to do those kinds of things, mm -hmm. though the rest of us are struggling just to put bread on the table, but we stayed true to our mission. So this live fly-in uh, telethon over the computer, as we could call it, uh, is designed to raise awareness and hopefully revenue funds that people will make donations and keep us on track to keep those education programs flowing and keep sun and fun vibrant enough that we can squeak by ease on into 2021 mm -hmm. and have the air show and get back on track. Cause that's what it's going to take. Well, I understand. And I mean, are there some unique bidding items that you're going to have as well? Or are they just more like, Hey, you get this if you donate a certain level kind of deal or it just, you got to no, tune in and find out, I guess. Right. 
Well, there's 16, uh, 18, 18 items on there right now. Mm-hmm. Everything from uh, to welders to art to aviation uh, uh, components for your airplane. So it's all the stuff that our exhibitors, who normally would have been here, would have made a donation to us to put into our uh, live auction that we do during the fly-in. It's it's called the Bash. It's a big party that we we celebrate our success, and then we raise money for the education programs. And that that those items are going to be the ones that are up for auction. Uh, they the exhibitors left them with us. And oh, by the way, this is kind of neat. So we gave all of our exhibitors the option of you know leaving that gift with us to donate, which they did. And then over 75% of them didn't ask for their money back as exhibitors. They asked us to roll it to 2021 nice. to keep us, to keep us going. And yeah. that tells you what kind of people are in aviation. That's, mm-hmm. the heart, mm-hmm. that's the heart and soul of who this world of, of aerospace uh, folks are all about. I think we're good people, us pilots. I'm just going to speak for everybody in that regard. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, when it comes to sun and fun, one of the things I look forward to every year in Lakeland, Florida, is attending, hanging out with all the campers, uh, going to the tater bake and having an ear of corn. Now, how are we supposed to do that virtually? Just cook our own while we watch yeah, the virtual air show? What do you think? You're going to have to crank it up right there at the house, my friend. Mm. See, I... I I don't know how to cook corn. Uber Eats. <laughs> Uber Eats. Uber okay. Eats. <laughs> That's right. I'm sure somebody delivers corn. Okay. We'll have to come up with something. But, you know, the tater bake, you know, that that was, those are just, you know, kind of unique events that they have there at Sun and Fun, you know, over in the camping area. It just kind of oh, adds yeah. the whole atmosphere. And, you know, obviously we're going to miss that. I mean, there's no camping going on in Lakeland this weekend, is there? I mean, it's shut down, right? We got authorization from the government. The state of Florida said that uh, resorts could open again. And so our campground is open and we, we are slowly but surely getting people in here. Hmm. But if they really want to soak in the whole event, they should take their computer out to their yard, set up their uh, tent, and go in there and just kind of experience the whole sun and fun thing. Kind of, you got to make your own ambiance. Is my point. Yep, that's what you got to do. But you, right. can, you can take that big screen TV, plug it in the house, set it outside underneath the tent, turn up the volume on your Bose speakers, right? Crack a couple of uh, Bud Lights, have that corn cooking in the kettle, and watch us on uh, live air show home. Edition. Yeah, have someone behind you just go flysnf.org. Go there, check it out, and catch up with lights in the gang just an hour after we sign off the air today. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. 
Flightstudy.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. So, you gonna ride shotgun with me, help me fly? That's the plan. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That is me, along with Captain Dennis and Ed, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, so uh, there's obviously plenty of coronavirus stuff that we're going to have to navigate as we uh, get back into our airplanes and start flying a little bit more regularly, uh, ideally to more different places, too, as opposed to just your local airport. But we got to cover all the bases as best we can. So the first item that uh, is uh, newsworthy, I believe, uh, Dennis, it involves alcohol wipes and where and when and when you should not use them, I guess, is uh, appropriate. Is that right? What's going on? Yeah, something along that line. You know, we always say it's a bad form to have alcohol in the cockpit, but with coronavirus now, uh, it's becoming essential, but in the form of wipes. And, uh, you know, NASA's got that aviation safety reporting system where you can just, you know, anonymously uh, report, prob- you know, safety issues and, and they collect those stats. Well, I didn't realize, but they actually go through that database on a fairly regular basis looking for patterns. And they actually published an alert uh, middle of this month warning the FAA about a possible problem connected to those alcohol wipes in the cockpit. And what they're finding is that it's causing, in some cases, electrical fires. You know, the liquid Mm. in those wipes is dripping in behind the displays and the knobs and getting into the circuit boards. Uh, There's reports from airline captains that, you know, they're flying at cruise and smelling something like wire burning, put on masks, and they could see smoke coming from the pedestal and things like that. And uh, you know, the mechanic found that it was an overheated circuit breaker um, and wires had burnt. So, of course, they're, you know, having to fix that. So, again, use common sense, use caution, you know, don't uh, don't drip the water onto your panel. Uh, you know, try to make sure that the uh, uh, the cloth has been kind of wrung out a little bit and wiped down and don't let the drops go. And if you're using a spray bottle, don't spray the spray directly onto the avionics spray it onto a rag and then wipe it so that you don't have any water running. Uh, well, it's not water. Controls. 
Well, it's water room? and alcohol. It's yeah. not. It's not a hundred percent. Right. It's like I think it's supposed <laughs> to be like sixty percent to be uh, legitimate. To be uh, effective. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's it's not drinkable. <laughs> well, you can not try the pinch. Tried. No. I'm You've saying. tried, but. I mean, you and wait. It, I guess it is drinkable. Whether you'd live after you did it, that'd be another whole whole thing. But I don't. Know, does that apply to the sanitizer too? On they, they put on their hands. I mean, could that rub off onto your gear when you're pressing buttons and screens on the uh, on the avionics? What do you think, Ed? You you hearing about any of this kind of I stuff? I mean, only if you're doing it when your hands are wet. Yeah, the idea with the hand sanitizer is you you rub it into your hands and keep rubbing it until until it's dry. So okay. You touching anything till then well, make sure that i don't know what you do sticky with all that uh, i don't sanitizing. know how you do it greg but that's how the rest of the world does it okay well i i don't know with the spray and and the clorox wipes you're actually supposed to wipe it on a surface and have it be wet for a few seconds or something i believe you're supposed yeah. to put it on there and yeah. and let it set let air dry yeah and then that's uh, when it does its trick. But then we also got some, I don't know, conflicting, not really conflicting, but they're saying that maybe the virus isn't spreading as much from surface contact situations like that as they thought a couple weeks ago. So yeah, maybe we can just yeah, do that, away that with CDC that part. came out with that last week. Yeah. Have you guys been doing that at flight training professionals, like wiping down the airplanes? Yeah, uh, every yeah. flight. Yeah, and you got to wipe down all the avionics and stuff with that stuff too. Or what do you? Anything doing? somebody touches, so yeah. the the avionic switches, the 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 buttons, the knobs, the handles. I mean, is there another um, option to use other than that alcohol based stuff uh, on the? Oh yeah, there 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 are a couple approved uh, types of chemicals to be used to disinfect the cockpit yeah. that will not harm the leathers. Interior will not harm. The avionics, yes, you're not spraying it directly on the avionics, right? Um, but uh, but you know it is aerosolized in the airplane, and uh, it's supposed to work. Keep keep it keep germs from even attaching to the surface for like two weeks. Hmm. Okay. So it's it's pretty high end stuff, and and uh, both Garmin and Cessna have approved it. So that's what we're trying to to. We have a company come in and do that every 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 week or so. Yeah, but um, the product you're just, talking about is it the stuff I've seen on sale, like at Sporties and stuff. It's it's kind of avionics specific or not really. I you know I can't I can't remember the the name of it. I, okay, but it micro is, something something or other and all right. But it's specifically it's been approved by the manufacturers. Manufacturer. To, yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. and that's something you need to check and make sure you're not just using Perel or whatever. You know, that sticky goo thinking, oh, this will work. Well, it'll work all right. And then <laughs> things start smoking <laughs> when you're up in the airplane. That that can't be good. So uh, a checklist for that. There's a checklist for using Perel. Smoke in the cockpit. Oh. Smoke in the cockpit or Which fire in the cockpit. Yeah. Would be land now. Pretty that- much. That's it. Yeah. Airspeed high. <laughs> Open a window and get right. down quick. I would think that would be the case. Now, are you looking forward to a day where... We don't have to do any of this nonsense between flights, or at least to this extent, Ed, or oh, what? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That would make everybody's life easier. But, yeah. you know, I think I think on the backside of this, we are going to find ourselves uh, doing um, more of this type of thing than before. Because yeah. when it first started and we, and we went in and got into the cockpit and started cleaning, seriously cleaning, it's like, oh, wow. Wow. That was dirty. <laughs> We yeah. should do this regularly. It would be, wouldn't so, be I so think bad. You'll see, 
Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of schools doing what we're, what we're going to do is we're going to continue a plan uh, well past this that just yeah. keeps them cleaner. So there's less of a chance. There you go. Yeah. Lingering effects of this. I mean, there'll be some, some uh, positive outcomes of, uh, like you said, maybe just maintaining the clan, uh, the, the airplanes, making them uh, cleaner just overall. That can't be a bad thing, but just the time it, it is extremely time intensive, I would assume. And uh, who's the low man on the totem pole at the flight school that you, you know, assigned this uh, duty? Is it a specific company or do you got some slub that you just hired? Like, hey, guess <laughs> what? what? Are you about? It's, it's like me. cleaning the heads of a boat or something. Hey, guess what? What you get to do oh, yeah, today? No, no. Everybody, t- everybody does their part. You know, okay. the, the, the staff and the customers take take the cleaner out and clean it after the, or before the flight. And, okay. and so it's, it's, it's not a big impact in that matter. I mean, yeah, cleaning around the office, that does fall to, to, to keeping myself and um, more than, more than instructors to their in and out so much. Got it. Okay. Well, like I said, there could be some good things. It's a, it's a cleaner environment. So you can feel uh, better if you're, you know, like a Howie Mandel type of individual. Uh, you yeah. might, How you are your students the- and pilots uh, and instructors handling, uh, you know, the social distancing aspects of being back in a training environment? Are they wearing masks in flight and or anything like that? Or oh, yeah. yeah. Just- uh, uh, we, we, we basically we came back and said, you know, here's our cleaning process. We strongly recommend that both parties in the airplane wear masks. And for the most part, majority of them have been doing that. I think it was last week. Keith even said, hey, when we're past all this stuff, Greg, we are going to require you to wear a mask. Uh, just because we don't want to see you. <laughs> that was just to keep up appearances. That's a whole other issue. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and Ed, who also works at Flight Training Professionals here in Orlando. Uh, we are your crew. Navigating the latest aviation news and information. You know, we got the virtual air show with Sun and Fun this afternoon. Literally starts at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Go to flysnf.org. You can participate. Uh, and you just consider us the warm-up act, I guess. You know, it'll give you a little hour in between. To take a take a restroom break and that kind Order of thing. Order up your uh, Uber Eats and get your corn and your, your taters and yes, get, you know, get set to relive going, the experience. Set up your tent. And then have someone provide the sound effects of the, all the planes flying overhead and that kind of thing. But uh, whatever you got to do. But uh, th- that's not the only aviation thing going on right now. I mean, you can participate in that. You might be able to bid on an auction item. But I know in your neck of the woods, Dennis, you have uh, some kind of raffle to benefit uh, who exactly or what? So the Wings of the North uh, Museum is uh, my local airport's uh, air, air museum. You know, we've got a Mustang and a Corsair and, you know, several other airplanes uh, that are flying, you know, museum planes. And unfortunately, we also had to cancel our air show this summer. Um, and that's the biggest fundraiser for us is our annual air expo. So they have decided to basically auction off or do a raffle 
and sell the museum Cessna 150, which is going to be a bit of a problem for my daughter, Abby, because she's actually using that airplane. So we have to quickly get her license uh, before they <laughs> raffle the airplane off. Mm. But here's a chance. Or, or, or you could just buy it for her. Or uh, win it. Hello. No, I'd rather just buy a ticket for $50 and uh, get my chance to win, you know, That's one of right. 4,000 tickets uh, to Roll win the dice. 4,000. Yep. So you know, one in 4,000 is better odds than you get at the casino. That's right. Sure. And, and if you don't win the Cessna 150, um, you also have a chance to win a uh, Sporties handheld, uh, two leather jackets, Sweet. a Garmin Aero, a GPS or a Bose headset. So they've got a lot of other prizes. Mm-hmm. So if you have a chance, uh, Google search for Wings of the North and enter the raffle. There you go. You can't win if you yeah, don't he, enter. Or if you bought all 4,000 4, tickets, it'd be a $200,000 airplane. I don't think so. Do you feel lucky? Just play the odds. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Actually, we're going to take off soon, so we're going to need you to turn off your phone. I'm actually not done talking, and two more. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, a co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Ed and Dennis rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, so once we get over this uh, coronavirus nonsense and they really start opening things back up, especially to international travel, or in our case, being in uh, Florida, we're just uh, waiting for the time when we can bring Dennis's Mooney 201 down from Minnesota and then fly over to the islands and do some diving. This summer, we're coming into season as we speak, but right now we can't even go. So all we can do is plan and uh, and get ready for it. Uh, already, though, in the meantime, while we've been doing this, uh, Customs has made some announcements. Or I, I don't know, who did this announcement come from? From Customs or FAA or from, who? Nope, it came from Customs and Border Patrol. They're okay. looking at uh, raising the user fees between 20, 29 and 54% at the the smaller, the user fee airports. So this wouldn't affect like Fort Lauderdale executive yeah, where we have, you know, they have the full-time facility, but it's going to affect a lot of the smaller airports that don't have that full-time presence. And basically customs is volume is down so low that they're trying to recover the cost of having their people covering and, you know, traveling to those locations and they're having to raise the fees uh, to do that. So kind of discouraging because uh some of these airports depend on that traffic and now all of a sudden you know with these big spikes in fees it's uh jeopardizing you know any potential traffic that they might be getting okay so, wait, wait wait let me get this straight so we we know that traffic is down because people can't do it anyway you know legally at the moment and because of that they're like well let's raise prices and make it so when it, when it does finally open up, less people will be able to do it or want to do it or have the incentive to want to fly because it's going to cost them more. Is that right? Do I have this correct? 
More or less. Yeah. So you're going to have to start planning, you know, a lot more carefully, where do I want to clear customs when I come back in, you know, it might be to your advantage to go to Fort Lauderdale executive instead of say clearing customs at Daytona beach, because Mm -hmm. Lauderdale executive is going to be, you know, no charge because they have the facility there. But if you have to go to Daytona beach or Melbourne or any of these smaller airports uh, that offer custom services, it's a user fee airport and you might get stuck with a much higher than expected, uh, surcharge okay i mean you know it kind of blows but i i see their point uh they're they're having to spread their uh people thin uh for less activity but you know it kind of defeats the purpose of doing it in the first place doesn't it well and we were just talking a few months ago of how great it was that they opened it up at a couple more airports in florida giving you more options if you yeah. wanted to avoid the busier airports of you know lauderdale executive or something like that so, well i guess yeah they're looking at it as convenience i guess i'm thinking of it more from the standpoint of well you if you make it easier more people will use it but you know they're they're kind of you know uh slitting their own throats in that regard i guess I guess it just depends on how, how you, uh, you know, you look at it. I mean, what do you think, Ed? You think this is going to, this is never a good thing when they jack the rates up. I mean, they got to cover budgets. No, I get it. But yeah, they get, they got to cover their expenses. And, you know, their theory is these are private individuals flying on private airplanes and they can afford it. Right. It's that government mentality, mm-hmm. uh, you know, always, always attacking. Uh, GA because they don't understand it that that not everybody is is the the person flying the the the, the Learjet or the Gulfstream and and yeah they don't think a thing of fees like that yeah. you know but they got to realize that that aviation you know spans all income levels and you know that uh, it's one of the one of the you know few true freedoms we have left and uh, and that uh, you know they're just you want to make it more cost prohibitive. So people are going to stop doing it. Yeah. You know, it, that, that it is surprising thing. how they single out, you know, Oh, you have a Mooney, you must have a lot of money. And yet they don't have any problem at all with the guy that's driving his uh, blinged out Tahoe, which probably costs twice as much as my airplane. Hmm. It's kind of an unfair comparison. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but let's not, let's not uh, muddy the waters here. I mean, Dennis is filthy rich. We all know that. I mean, look, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He does just plain radio. He must be. Yeah, look uh, at my salary there. Right. Hey. It's at least twice <laughs> yours. Hey, you know, you know what? Uh, Two times zero. Still zero. Yep. Well, Math well, checks. We, we give him a radio. We'll double it. We'll double your salary starting oh, next week. good. I, I'm finally going to get paid what all of the scuba radio guys get paid. That's oh, at great. least. At least. All right, but that's not, the, <laughs> that's not all what they're doing. They're, they're raising the rates. On those satellite offices for customs, but what else is going on? What are they doing? Well, the timing of this announcement couldn't be uh, any worse because they also just announced that they signed a contract with Textron to purchase two additional Beechcraft King Airs that are going to be outfitted to be multi-role enforcement aircraft. So these are those... uh, basically gray birds that you've got all the radar antennas and stuff sticking out of them to track the, uh, the drug runners and smugglers. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're adding two new uh, King Air 350 CERs, an extended range version of the King Air 350 uh, to the fleet. Okay. And, and that allows them to just track, you know, what, uh, uh, border busters, planes, trains, and automobiles, Greg. 
Yeah. You know why we have to have the 12-inch end numbers on the Mooney to cross the border? It's because one of these airplanes may be flying around with their camera and wanting to verify that the airplane that's on that flight plan is really the same one, and they need the bigger numbers to be able to see me. Hmm. So that that's what it's going to be doing, is just monitoring the skies. It's not going to be the seas. there to yep. overtake uh, any aircraft it finds, like a... Because that's what do they do when they see that that's hey that's not the aircraft that we see on FlightAware that should be flying that route right now. So what? Are well, they, they could run an intercept on it and you know and and direct you to uh, land at the nearest airport and be greeted by some ground patrols. Well, and or, well, be able to explain yourself. Well, that's what I mean. Do they uh, you know phone in uh, you know something to the Air Force? Say hey, could you go uh, take these guys? Yeah, you know, does that go on? How's that well, work? Exactly? No, they they they've got their own. They'll they have their own black hawk fleets. And, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, but and the King Airs will climb out. They'll climb on those helicopters with their AR-15s, ready to take you down. Okay, but the King Airs aren't used to like overtake aircraft or something. They're just to monitor the skies, right? I am. I mean, I don't know how fast do these things go. I guess they they I'm can going. they can slow down to the same speeds that I can fly in the Mooney, so they could pull right up on my wing pretty yeah. easily. Are they intimidating looking? I, I didn't think. King well, Airs no, were. it's just a King Air. I know yeah. that's what I'm saying. Doesn't look- it's not like it's bristling with guns or anything right. like that, but it does have some really obscure looking antennas, and you know, kind of looks uh, like it uh, has some uh, growths uh, that it shouldn't be coming out of it on the belly and the and the on the top of the plane. But okay, so I still like I don't a- think I'd want to see a big gray bird pulling up alongside of me. I'd start to get a little nervous, just like you when you're going down the road and you see the squad car pull up behind you, just start to get a little panicky. Right. Well, I mean, it's more like <laughs> an unmarked uh, police car, though, right? Uh, it does say U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Right. But so. I mean, you know, but yes, if you saw it in the distance, you wouldn't think much about it. It's just a commuter flight. And then when it got yeah, up next to you, and go, corporate plane or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Yeah, is that an ideal? Craig, plane what for- did you put in that suitcase? That wasn't just rum. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, what what do you think, Ed? Is that a typical kind of aircraft they'd use for that type of thing? Is yeah. this? Yeah. Is just you know they the, used to have citations, and they've they they've gone to the King Air because they're efficient. okay because uh, it, it can work more speed ranges than citation. Okay, gotcha. All right, so. Uh, you know, they probably wouldn't have to raise the the user rates on those satellite air, you know, custom things if they kind of just worked with what they had. Uh, these were brand new King Airs, I assume, too, right, Dennis? Right from uh, Wichita, yeah. Yeah. So you know, but uh, they gotta they gotta fund those planes somehow. So maybe that's uh, how they're doing it. Now, was that it, or was there even some more? I thought there was maybe one more element of the customs issue we were going to dive into today. No, those are that, those it. are the two big issues. Just the the user fees, you know, blindsiding people at uh, some of these smaller airports, and of course, they're they're new toys. Okay, so you know that's the thing. If they're going to stick it to us, at least they're telling us what they're sticking it to us for, and what they're going to use the money for, and at least <laughs> some capacity. So at least we know they're getting a couple new toys out of the deal. Uh, just timing is everything, though, and I I, I just don't know. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that they don't you know, think about like, Hey, look, we're just trying to get back up in the air. Don't make it harder for us. while We're down here, you know, just trying to hold on and get back in. It just doesn't make any, it's not great timing. Not that any timing to raise any rates would be good, but this doesn't seem like uh, an ideal time. And this was a, was this a press release that came from customs and border patrol? 
or was it just like what some reporter got wind of it? Like, Hey, guess what they're trying to do now? Uh, this was actually being reported by, uh, the industry, the NVAA and, and some of those were, were getting the reports from the uh, member airports. Got it. So yeah, it, it just kind of got out there and, uh, we covered it accordingly as we do here on just plain radio more coming up stay close just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium, instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. My current boyfriend, uh, when we first started dating, I gave him helicopter lessons, flying lessons for his birthday. He never showed an interest in flying, but I just gave them to him in case, like, the world has gone to shit and we need to fly away. You can't in a day learn to fly a helicopter. Yeah, you can. And it's not even that much money. No, you cannot. I'm telling you, you cannot learn. Yes, you can. He's good at flying a helicopter after he a day. He never did it because he was scared. But, um, but I'll get someone to do it. I just have to have someone that knows how to fly. I can fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, a co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Ed and Dennis rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right. So, look, if you want to steal an aircraft, first of all, it's not advised. But uh, if you're going to, you just have to know how to take off and fly. And uh, you don't necessarily have to know how to land. 
Uh, otherwise, you, you know, if you do land successfully, you might end up in a pokey anyway. But uh, I guess that was this guy's philosophy. He, he, did, he didn't really care about the landing part, but he ended up, he, he did get down and he survived it, right, Dennis? Well, it looks like he might have uh, gotten down successfully at a couple locations. A uh, guy stole yeah. a Skyhawk in, in uh, Southern California from the Fullerton Airport, and uh, the, the aircraft owner reported the aircraft missing and had been tracking the ADSB on it and uh, thought it was, uh, it appears to have stopped at nearby Corona Airport and then eventually was seen at Montgomery Airport near San Diego. Uh, heading to Ramona before it finally was picked up near Chino and eventually crashed into a fence in Fullerton. So this hmm. guy was definitely making the tour of the, the Southern California area with a stolen airplane. How about that? Uh, Quiet like you stole it. I guess. And I mean, was he uh, interacting with ATC? Most likely not considering no. nobody knew where he was. And, you know, the, even the owner thought the airplane was at another airport until he pulled up and found the tracking information and realized hmm. the airplane like, is hey, not where minute. it's supposed to be. That's my aircraft. And why is it moving? So, so anyway, but, uh, he ended up in a, in a fence. So the, at least he got the aircraft down, but at and, some and point at the airport, yeah, at some point he had a problem. Uh, taxiing, well, or, you know, I guess. I don't know. You, you know, any good landing is one that you can walk away from. Well, so that's, you, uh, you well, walk away. Well, I do don't you know walk if, away if you're in handcuffs and they're hauling you off? Is that still considered walking? It's away? still walking. I don't know. He could have been carried, you know, carried <laughs> right to the pokey. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, it, it, not advisable. I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well learn how to fly the plane and everything you're supposed to do. And, like, and then steal it. Yeah, exactly. Do your homework. <laughs> I don't think that's advisable. I just they're not that expensive. Take it from someone who doesn't own one yet. I was going to say, how would you know how expensive they are? I know people who have bought some they're, airplanes. They're, of the three people on the radio, who doesn't actually have ownership in an airplane? Uh, wait, wait, Ed. Or pilot certificate, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, throw that one in there. I've got four. Oh, well, I see. Well, then you got an extra one. You can't fly them all at the same time, so one of those could be for me. And then Dennis yeah. is nice enough to let me fly with him and help him when he flies his plane because he doesn't want to yeah. fly solo. It's a social activity, so don't steal any airplanes. Uh, you don't want to show up as that guy on Just Plane Radio. A better way would be either to find a friend with a plane or buy your own and go camping under the wing. And there's some airports... Uh, well, at least one in particular that is literally uh, opening up their facility to do just that. Is that right, Dennis? That's right. Uh, Griggs, Idaho has just received a grant from the Recreational Aviation Foundation. To I bet you build- didn't know that I had an Idaho, and you're welcome. But go ahead. <laughs> what? what? Guys- Not even going to go there. <laughs> Uh, All right. So anyway, if you have a desire to go and fly someplace nice, you know, the foothills of the Grand Tetons uh, has got to be, you know, nice view. So being able to fly into a small backcountry type airport and have camping facilities with porta potties and pavilions and barbecue rings, that's kind of nice amenities instead of just, you know, pitching in an open field somewhere. Absolutely. So, so, I mean, yeah, what makes the the rules on something like that? If you were flying into the backcountry, say in a Piper Cub, uh, Ed, I mean, can you just land in a field that's uh, yeah. open out in the middle of nowhere and just camp right there under your wing? Yeah, 
There's no FAA restriction on having to land on an approved surface. Yeah. The restrictions usually come from your insurance company, what they will allow you to land on. Because, of course, if you break your airplane, they're the one paying for it. So that's why they have quite a bit of say in how you use your What, airplane. the insurance company would say, hey, no, you can't land there. Well, you can land there, just we're not going to pay for it. Exactly. We're not going to cover cover you in that operation. You'll have an exemption on your on your on your insurance policy. And right now with the way insurance companies are going, they're looking for every reason to cancel you. Hmm. So, you know, it's 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 in the flight because of the 737 Max stuff that's gone on, the serious issues that have gone on, the insurance rates across the board have gone up. We had about 20% last year. We're expecting a 20% this year. Uh, and we've never had any raises in our rates. We've just had drops in our rates in our entire history as a company. And there's nothing we can do about it. It doesn't matter about our our uh, track record. It's just that's the cost of insurance these days. Well, why and it would doesn't they- matter if you're doing you know, your darndest to make yourself better you know, by pursuing additional ratings and things like that. Usually that's good. The insurance company sees that you're... you're adding additional ratings and getting training and offering discounts. No, still went up 20 plus percent this year. Yeah. But why would they care if you're landing in a field uh, that, you know, there's nothing around. It might have a stump in the middle of it or a big rock. And all of a sudden you lose control of the airplane and now your wing is ripped off the plane and you're stuck out there. Uh, Mm. They have to pay for that proper, that damage to the airplane. Does that stop anybody? Well, well, what, yeah, but stop. what about uh, liability of damaging anything else? Because well, if you're, out you're really worried nowhere, about damaging that rock in the middle of nowhere. No, no the yeah. issue has to do with the hull liability on they their actually side. care about your aircraft. I, that's yeah. right. Not you, go, but your aircraft. Go watch Trent Palmer and those guys and see what they do. Backcountry flying looks like a lot of fun. I'm sure it does. And on that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, there is no better high than learning yeah, to learning fly. To fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. They're just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. News. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.